Good morning. This is Kevin Payne, pastor at First Baptist Church in Independence, Missouri. Welcome to our podcast. What you're about to hear is a portion of our worship services that began last Sunday morning at 1030. Every week we gather and sing praises to the living God and hear teachings from His Word found in Scripture. We hope you enjoy the message. If you'd like to hear more, there are more here on the podcast, or you could come and worship with us. Our Bible studies begin at 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings, and our worship begins at 1030. We're located in Independence, Missouri, 500 West Truman Road. Why don't you come and worship with us? Would you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, what a beautiful name. We come today and worship in that name of Jesus, Messiah, Savior, and Lord. And Father God, we worship you. Be with us in this worship. We praise you. We pledge allegiance and our commitments to you. We open our lives up to your Holy Spirit. Be with us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. 
Good morning. We are so glad you're here tonight. Some of you are sleeping and feet are aching from our concert last night. The concert was a great success. I don't have an amount for what was raised, but we had a great concert, lots of good music, and God was praised, and his name was lifted up, so it was a good thing. So thank you all for coming tonight, for those of you that were here. A couple of big announcements. Uh, remember that today we have a guest speaker, Bob Springate and friend. We're going to be here from the Missouri Baptist Children's Home. I'm going to let him do those introductions, but he is here uh, talking about the ministry of Missouri Baptist Children's Home. That's one of those ministries that we support here at our church. It's probably one of the better ministries, the more effective ministries that our church supports, and it's just a great thing, so I'm going to let him talk about that. Uh, Bob Springay, he is on his final tour of the world, and I'll let you give detail. But he's been in charge and leading the Missouri Benefit Children's Home for some time. And I'll let him fill in all the details, all right? Thank you. Good morning. Oh, it's good to be with you all today. I've got another friend that I'd like to introduce. You already met Danny Driftwood. Most people remember Danny Driftwood and forget Bob Springgate, so that's okay. It happens all the time. But uh, uh, I have been at the Children's Home as a staff member for 34 years. And that doesn't count the nine years I was on the board before that. So been around a long time. Some of you already know Sandy Woodside and probably know that she worked for me for 19 years at Missouri Baptist Children's Home and did a great work in the northwest corner of the state. Now, the person that's going to take her territory and my position, which is now working in that northwest corner of the state, is a guy named Joe Nagowski. He's already come on staff, even though I don't retire till the end of the year. And I wanted you to meet Joe. So, Joe, come up and introduce yourself and uh, take however much time you want, as long as it's not more than a couple of minutes. Good morning. That was some great worship. I, I tell you, I've, I miss... I was pastor for 25 years, and so it's been three weeks of transitioning out of pastoring to doing this position. And one of the things I miss is, is Sunday morning where I'm involved. I don't miss all the complaints on Monday morning, but I do miss the Sunday morning. But I, I'm happy to be here. been in ministry 30-some years and thankful for that and how God has used and really blessed that God opened this opportunity that I could come on with the Baptist Children's Home. Look forward to getting to meet you and to uh, help engage us with the Children's Home. And hopefully we get to partner together in and through doing missions. And so thank you for allowing me to just say hello this morning. 
He carries two dummies with him right now, the one in the suitcase and me. So, But if you have any questions, I'll be happy to point to Bob. That's right. Thank you. Oh, it is indeed good to be with you all this morning. And uh, I think we ought to look at Scripture and see what Jesus says about taking care of and reaching out to children. And this is a good thing right here, is it not? Amen? I mean, this is reaching out to children around the world, and what you're already doing in support of the children's home is reaching out to children who've been abused, neglected, and abandoned right here in the state of Missouri. So let's see what Jesus says about that in Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 and 14. Now, I'm going to be reading from the New American Standard, but I'm going to make reference back to the old King James Version because I really like what it has to say, because it reminds me of some things I think I need to be reminded of, and I'm going to fit you all in that same category with me. Matthew 19, verse 13 and 14. It says here that some children were brought to him. Now, that's Jesus while he was out on one of his preaching tours. Some children were brought to him so that he might lay his hands on them and pray. It's, it's like those kids knew if I can just be with Jesus, if I just have a relationship with Jesus, it'll make a difference. I want to be close to Jesus. I, I, I've heard he's done some, some wonderful and some, some marvelous and even some miraculous things. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. Who was it that pushed him away that day? It's in the last part of that verse. Who was it that pushed him away? His disciples. That's us. It was the disciples who pushed him. It says right there in the last part of the verse 13, and the disciples rebuked them. That's rebuked the children and their parents bringing them. It's as if they were saying, Jesus doesn't have time for kids. Leave Jesus alone. He's got more important things to worry about than kids. Back off, you kids. Leave him alone. That's when Jesus rebuked his disciples. What did he say? Look there in verse 14. He said, let the children alone and do not hinder them from coming to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Do you remember that? Do you remember what he said in the King James Version? <clears throat> what did he say in King James? He said, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I like that old English, suffer the little children to come unto me, because it reminds me of a couple of things. Number one, that old English term suffer doesn't mean just let them come. It means help them come. Help them come even if it takes some suffering and sacrifice on our part. We have a responsibility to get involved with things like this. Huh? We have a responsibility to get involved with services and ministries like what comes through the children's home. Jesus said don't just let them come, help them come. That's that old English word, suffer them to come. The other reason I like the old English word there is because it reminds me that I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going to suffer them to come in the old English sense or I'm going to leave them to suffer. Because those are the only two choices. Those, those are the only two options out there. Help them come, leave them to suffer. And these kids that have been abused, neglected, and abandoned, they are suffering and Jesus said, help them come to me. I don't know when the suffering of children was any more dramatically pointed out to me than when my then teenage daughter said to me one day when I came in off a trip from the children's home. She said, Dad, do you ever need any music to play when you're out talking about the children's home? I said, I guess so. What do you have in mind? She gave me a tape. And she said, 
I taped this off the radio. You need to listen to it because when I heard it, she said, it made me cry. I put that tape in my pocket several days later, heading down the road again, took that tape, slipped it in the tape deck of the car, and for the first time, I heard a little nine-year-old girl singing with a piano playing in the background that almost sounded like a kid's music box as she read a letter that she'd written to Jesus because something had frightened her. Here's what the little girl said. She said, Dear Mr. Jesus, I just had to write to you because something really scared me when I heard it on the news. A story about a little girl beaten black and blue. I just had to take it right to you. Dear Mr. Jesus, I don't understand why they took her mom and dad away. I know that they don't mean to hit with wild and angry hands. Tell them just how big they are, I pray. Please don't let them hurt your children. Won't you keep us from the storm? Please don't let them hurt your children. Won't you keep us safe and warm? She went on to write, Dear Mr. Jesus, they say that she may die. Oh, I hope the doctors stop the pain. I know that you could save her and take her up to the sky so she'd never have to hurt again. And then she went on to write what's probably the saddest part of the whole thing, and you may not understand the pain behind the pain, as this nine-year-old little girl went on to write, Dear Mr. Jesus, please tell me what to do. But please, don't tell my daddy that my mama beats me too. You see the pain behind the pain for these kids that have been abused and neglected and abandoned is that almost without exception they think they've done something to either cause or deserve whatever it is they're experiencing. That by the way is why they're reluctant to tell anybody about it at school or church or anywhere else because they don't want to get someone else in trouble for something they feel responsible for. These kids are suffering. They need our help. They've abused, neglected, and abandoned. And I'm here this morning to do two things. Number one, to thank you for what you're doing to make a difference in the lives of these kids that are abused, neglected, and abandoned, but also to share with you some of what it is you're doing to make a difference, an eternal difference in the lives of kids that so desperately need our help. Now, uh, Joe... Can you and the preacher help me out here? S split those up and see that everybody gets one. That's more than you need. You just put the extras on the front pew there. Uh, this brochure has in it some examples. Well, they're, they're testimonies. They're testimonies of kids in whose lives you've made a difference that you can rejoice and thank God for. And as that's going out, let me share with you another reality. You know, we in Missouri, we think we know about family values. We don't think we're like those people on the East Coast and the West Coast. We're not like those goofballs. We have family values and we know how to take care of kids. Did you know that last year in the state of Missouri, there were over 100,000 abuse hotline calls made. That's here. Does that mean there were 100,000 kids in Missouri that were abused? Say it this way. No, that's just how many calls came in. The number is higher than that if you're talking about 
the degree of abuse. There's a, the, the abuse going on in Missouri, you can go into any classroom, in any school, in any community, in any county here in the state of Missouri, and you're going to find at least one kid that's being abused, neglected, headed toward abandonment. The problem is right here, and you're making a difference. But you know what? Most of the kids that you help out at any given time, you will be helping. Now, that's you as Missouri Baptists, you as members of this church. At any given time, you'll be helping about or working with about 500 of these kids that need our help and support. Now, those 500 kids are scattered all across the state of Missouri, and most of them are already in what we call a forever home meaning their parents got involved in the treatment therapy, so they got to go back to their biological family, or they're in a foster home, which we call a forever home, because our foster parents, when they take a, a child in, they're going to keep that child forever if the system allows them to do so. And, and that's frequently the state system, not the Missouri Baptist Children's Home system. Uh, or they're in a, an adoptive home, which is already a forever home by legal definition. 500 kids statewide that you're helping because we at Missouri Baptist Children's Home, we don't believe that God ever intended for a child to grow up in an institution. Not even one as good as we think we are. God's plan for rearing children is that they grow up in a what? A home and a Christian home at that. That's what we're looking for is a forever family for every kid. But these kids that have been abused, neglected, and abandoned, they usually need a place for healing before they're ready to go into a foster adoptive or certainly before they go back to home where they were experiencing the problem in the first place. That's why we have our campuses. St. Louis, south of here in Peculiar, in Mount Vernon. These campuses provide a halfway house for healing for these kids to get their lives back together enough that they'll be able to go then into a forever family back home or into another home. Now, those kids, get to go to summer camp every year. And, and the first example in this, or the first testimony in this brochure in the lower left-hand side there is a little boy that went to summer camp and he got to go to summer camp because he was in one of our cottages, one of our group homes. And by the way, summer camps are great. If you ever have a chance to help sponsor a kid going to summer camp, take advantage of it because good things happen at summer camp. Somebody say amen. It does. It's, it's really good. And this little boy got to go to summer camp. And look what he said. He said, thank you for helping me connect with God. I ask Jesus Christ to forgive me and come into my heart tonight. Is that good news? See, that's what these kids ultimately need, the hope and restoration that comes from Jesus. I, I assume that you are aware that we also have maternity homes. Do girls with unplanned and unexpected pregnancies need to hear the good news and the hope and restoration that's available through Jesus. Amen? They do. They do. And that's, that's a service that you're helping provide. We've got three maternity homes on the St. Louis side of the state. We've got one over here. The one over here is the lighthouse that used to be, uh, well, that was started by Kansas City Youth for Christ back in 1985. Started with their walk in 1984 in a snowstorm. But that is now part of the children's home because they were about ready to close their doors because they'd run out of money. But you all, as Missouri Baptists, redeemed that ministry, and now it's a subsidiary and part of the children's home. Here's something that one of the girls from our pregnancy services program said. She said, when I, was, when I learned I was pregnant, 
I was homeless, I was on drugs, but because of this program, I'm clean, I have a job, and most importantly, I have what? My daughter. I have my Folks, you are not just serving women, you're saving babies. We as Missouri Baptists are putting our money where our mouth is. We don't just talk about abortion being wrong. We help girls that are pregnant and likely to have an abortion if they don't get help. We're providing that help and assistance. And, and we do not just our maternity homes. We also have uh, in-home counseling and services available uh, in parts of the state where we don't have the group homes. Uh, so this uh, pregnancy services program is even broader than our group homes and, and our maternity homes and you're making a difference in the lives of young women and you're saving babies that would likely be aborted were it not for you. You ought to be congratulated. And by the way, we, we as Baptists in Missouri have been doing that since the mid-60s. We beat the trend by at least 20 years of, of crisis pregnancy programs. Been doing it a long, long time. Thank you for what you've been doing for so long. And were you aware that we now also have two group homes in St. Louis and as partners with the Kansas City Baptist Association in, in the western side of the state now have two group homes over here for young ladies rescued out of human trafficking. Did you know that human trafficking was a problem right here in Missouri, not just on the coast, not just in other countries? It's a problem right here. Does anybody know where Kansas City ranks in incidences of trafficking for the whole country. You ready? We're number three for the whole country. St. Louis way on down the list. They're only number five. Think about that, folks. Here in Missouri, we have two of the top five cities in human trafficking incidences in the United States. Kansas City's tied with Los Angeles. I, I can't figure that out hardly. Tied with Los Angeles. Now, that has to do with the, the interstate network that comes into both cities. It has to do with international airports being in both cities. It has to do with sports and convention business in both cities. That's what draws those who get involved in human trafficking. And these girls, the average age is between 12 and 14 that they're abducted and taken in to this human trafficking business. Do they need the hope and restoration only available through Jesus Christ? Say amen again. They do. They do. And look at what this young lady said at the top of the right-hand side of the page. She said, since I've been at Missouri Baptist Children's Home, I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. Is that good news? That's beyond good news. Pastor, I just don't have a word for it, but that's even better than good news. It really is. You're making a difference in the lives of these kids. Now, here's something that, that a lot of folks don't know. The state of Missouri believes that Missouri Baptist Children's Home can do a better job of taking care of kids cheaper than they can. Did you know our legislatures believe that? That, by the way, is why we have tax credits at the children's home, and, and for any gift of $100 or more, you get half of that back in Missouri taxes that you don't have to pay. That, that's a 50% tax rate. Because I've heard senators, state senators, 
representatives, state representatives, say, <clears throat> y'all take care of kids better, cheaper than we do, and if you don't do it, we have to. That's why we want to encourage the public to help you take care of kids. And one thing they're helping or, or asking us to help with is to help with their foster system. Many of those 500 kids that we work with, they're not in our foster homes, bunch of them are, but they're also in state foster homes. The state of Missouri pays us to hire Christian social workers to help their families. We get to hire Christian social workers that go into state families or state foster families and tell them what good parenting is. Is that good news? See, that, that, that's wonderful news. You know, we, we thought if we ever got involved with the state of Missouri that they'd take away or not let us be who we are in terms of that faith We're sorry that Reverend Springate's message was interrupted, but we were having some technical difficulties. This is Kevin Payne, pastor of First Baptist Church in Independence. Let me give you a quick summation of his sermon on the Missouri Baptist Children's Home. First of all, the Missouri Baptist Children's Home serves as a rescue shelter for abandoned and abused children. It is such a good center that even the state of Missouri directs some of their children for whom they cannot find other lodging to our services. The Missouri Baptist Children's Home takes in children from any situation and houses them in a safe and loving environment. Another way that the Missouri Baptist Children's Home serves children is helping them to find their forever homes. In other words, it's an adoption agency. We bring in children that are from troubled homes or that have been abandoned, and we find homes that are cleared for adoption, and we place them in their forever homes. This is one of the primary ministries of the Missouri Baptist Children's Home. Another thing that doesn't make much press is that they serve as a rescue shelter for little girls that are rescued from sex trafficking. You may not be aware of the fact that Kansas City is one of the top five cities in the nation for sex trafficking. In other words, there are a lot of little girls and boys that are being stolen and put into sex slavery. When we rescue them, the Missouri Baptist Children's Home takes them in and provides counseling and eventually reunites them with their family or helps them to find a forever home. The Missouri Baptist Children's Home is just one of the many ministries of First Baptist Church in Independence. We put our money where our mouth is when it comes to children. We do this not just because we're good people, but because we follow the resurrected Christ. We really believe that God loves everyone, even abandoned children, and that he wants us to help them and serve them and get them into good homes. So we work hard at that. Why don't you come and join us at First Baptist Church in Independence? Our, worship our Bible studies begin at 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings, and our worship services come at 1030. Why don't you come and worship with us and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ? learn how you too can be a person of God. Thank you.